0: To the Paul McGuire Report. On today's edition of the Paul McGuire Report, we're going to take a deep dive, no pun intended, searching for the truth. We're going to look at the recent uh, submarine implosion, submarine, of course, named the Titan, which was named after the Titanic, the, the massive ocean-going vessel, luxury vessel, which uh, mysteriously plowed into uh, massive uh, icebergs, and uh, many of you have seen the movie The Titanic, which gives you a fictional portrait, but an idea of what happened with this gigantic super ship, the Titanic. And the Titan, the uh, submarine, the Titan, which the interior of that submarine was not any bigger than a, uh, a minivan a minivan with the with the seats taken out of it when you when you see the interior footage of the uh submarine the titan it's a
1: very very small uh space for the uh the
0: travelers on board to, to be and you see how kind of inexpensively relatively inexpensively the entire thing was built but Very, very interesting coincidences arise surrounding the mysterious implosion uh, of the Titan submarine, just like many unsolved mysteries and questions revolve around the sinking of the Titanic. And I think it's important for you and I to examine, to try to filter out the truth uh, from the deception, et cetera, et cetera. So the first thing we... We have to look at is a little bit of history about the Titanic uh, history, uh, and I will give you some some facts and some allegations, and I'll let you decide uh, what you think. But I think it's relevant to what's happening in America today, both on the spiritual level, and we're going to look at the the deep occultic
1: satanic operations of
0: the Titanic and how the sinking of the Titanic was in an occult sense tied to or connected to the establishment of the, the secret behind our our money system, which even today I've been writing and speaking about the secret of our monetary system for decades. And, and amazingly to me, uh, the majority of the, the overwhelming majority of people that I meet today. I have no clue, for example, uh, regarding what the Federal Reserve is really all about. And I've talked to you about it for decades on the Paul McGuire Report and Paul McGuire's Show and uh, the many books that I've written, like uh, A Prophecy of the Future of America and the Day the Dollar Guide. So it's important to understand the mystery behind these things because. On one hand, we, we analyze it from the uh, perspective of physical world reality. But then on the other hand, we need to examine it from the bigger, multi dimensional picture, which includes the uh, <clears throat> spiritual realm or invisible world. Because you cannot understand what's happening in our world today unless you understand the mystery of the Federal Reserve System, the mystery of the Titanic and things like Jekyll Island, where the world's super-wealthy elite lived. And they they built the Jekyll Island Club and property starting in 1905. And back then, uh, the world's wealthiest men and
1: families, many of them owned properties
0: on Jekyll Island. But the mystery is that this entire Jekyll Island resort for the super wealthy, and people estimate that the men, the super rich men who owned these properties and and, and vacationed on Jekyll Island and met and plotted out their strategy for the establishment of the, the Federal Reserve System, that these men alone Possessed somewhere between one third of the world's wealth, somewhere between one third of the world's wealth to uh, two thirds of the world's wealth. So the the globalist elite, the super rich, um, this handful of men and families, they controlled an inordinate percentage of the world's wealth. And why would they choose Jekyll Island? You see, when you, when you peel back these mysteries, when you choose to gain accurate knowledge, you're given power. When you choose to be, you know, uh, a, a participant in zombie land and walk around clueless, you will be a slave. You will be a slave. You will go into captivity. That's what the Bible warns about over and over again. So on this edition of the Paul McGuire Report, it is our hope that you will receive the knowledge you need to be an overcomer. Okay, so let's look a little bit about the Titanic and let's look at this submarine, the Titan. By the way, when you look at the inhabitants of the people who were on that Titan submarine, many of them were very powerful and very wealthy. And and let's start with that. Who were these? Uh, travelers that wanted to go down in the Titan submarine to to visit the remains of the massive Titanic ship. Who were they? And what was the Titan really all about? So again, let's look at some of the relevant facts. James Cameron, the legendary mega film director, um, apparently was one of the investors um, in the in the Titan Submarine Company, um, and uh, he gave some very uh, perceptive comments to the media. And he was concerned about the fact that the construction um, of the material used to to build this submarine to withstand the enormous water pressure. Uh, from the exterior, etc, according to Cameron, the film director, but Cameron also I think owns or has built eight deep deep sea submarines and Camp James Cameron not only is a as a legendary film director but he has through a submarine that he built uh he has traveled down further into the depths of the ocean he's gone deeper than any man or government has ever gone in the history of mankind in his own self-financed submarine. And on top of that, he's done documentary films that have been shot uh, deep,
1: deep underwater uh, from deep submarines
0: that he has either financed or uh, been the captain on. And when I say captain, these are like one-man uh, like like the submarine he built that went to the, the deepest uh, level of the ocean ever in the history of mankind. You see the video footage of him going into the tiny, tiny, it looks like literally, <laughs> it looks like he's crawling into a uh, dryer, a large dryer that you would purchase for your house. I mean, that's almost exactly what it looks like. And And they open the door to this thing that looks like a clothing dryer in a house. And he climbs in, and it's a very small compartment where he's seated. And it's from there he goes down deeper than any man has gone before. So the guy knows what he's talking about. And he was critical of the design and construction uh, of the Titan submarine because it combined uh, a, a metal substance with a carbon substance. And when he builds his submarines, and he belongs to a network of uh, fellow uh, deep undersea uh, submarine people, Uh, they all, and and Cameron, when they build their submarines, they always use like 100% metal. So this Titan submarine wanted to save money, so they mixed the metal with uh, a carbon substance. I'm not an engineer, obviously, so I can't tell you the particulars of the metal and the carbon substance. But anyway, the Titan was a mixture of the uh, carbon substance and the metal substance. But as James Cameron explained in a CNN interview, the problem with constructing a submarine with these two kinds of uh, substances is that every time you take a deep dive in a submarine, it, it begins to degrade on a percentage level the integrity of the of the submarine, its its ability to protect from water pressure, et cetera, et cetera, and even though it's it degrades a small amount every time you do a deep dive, um, if you're using in your construction a hundred percent of this metal substance, you're you're basically going to be okay. But the, the they wanted to go with a more economic uh, route. And that was mixing this carbon substance with the metal substance. And Cameron said, when you do that, you immediately, like the first time you do a deep dive, you uh, begin to degrade the integrity of of your submarine. And then he he said, it only takes, when you're using this mixture substance of carbon and metal, it only takes like seven to eight deep dives, uh, which is like nothing. It only takes seven to eight deep dives before your the strength of your submarine is begins to be seriously compromised and can begin to rupture and and crack and fissure open and and begin to leak water. And he believed that the the using of the inexpensive mixture of this carbon and metal um, had a lot to do with what caused the implosion on the submarine that killed all the passengers. And uh, so, you know, the one thing I couldn't help notice, and maybe you thought the same thing when I was watching the various news feeds about the, the implosion on the Titan submarine, I couldn't help but think as I watched these guys use, for example, for their for their control keyboard, Uh, for their electronic instrument that they used, their handheld electronic instrument that that they used to steer their submarine, was literally um, something that you would get out of a a computer, a computer gamer would use, you know, when you buy, if you were to buy your kid or yourself or whatever, one of these high-end computer games, and you have a, a control panel that you can hold, put on your lap or hold in your hands, and, uh, you know, you can, through simulated reality, fire bullets, make rockets take off or whatever. Well, that's what they used. They literally went down to some kind of electronics store and bought themselves a handheld control panel that was made for a computer game. Now, on one hand, those computer game uh, handheld control panels are rather sophisticated. Okay. I mean, they're not total junk. They're very sophisticated pieces of uh
1: of electronic uh, material. But uh,
0: despite the fact that they're very good, they are not made uh, to be durable uh, for the use of a submarine going down to the depths of, of where the, the original, you know, Titanic remains are. And, and they are not, uh, you know, if they're knocked around or banged or or if there's moisture in the air, uh to my knowledge they have they they don't pass a durability test they they wouldn't pass a rigorous accountability test let's say the military for example whether it's the air force or the navy or whatever uh the military would never use such untested consumer grade material on on their submarines or to fire missiles or whatever why because they're not built To the higher standard of specifications uh, needed to use a control panel, whether you're controlling drones or tanks or whatever. You don't use a computer gamer system uh, sold in retail stores for the US military because it's not built to the higher specifications to withstand things like shock and moisture and all kinds of adverse elements that are going to be part of. descending into the depths of the ocean in in a small submarine like the Titan. And so, you know, you see these guys run around town and they're buying stuff at Walmart and they're bu- using a computer gamer uh, uh, control system. And it's like, you know, it's not that this stuff doesn't have, uh, it's not that it doesn't work, but this is what you do when you're on like a drastically low budget and you're desperately trying to cut corners. So... You know, it's fine, I guess, to cut corners if you're sitting in in your living room and on the couch uh, playing, you know, some kind of war game, uh, because there's you know there's not going to be some disastrous consequence, I guess, if your if your control panel goes out. But you certainly don't send five men or or however many there were in the Titan submarine to the bottom of the ocean floor. It's it's just it the decisions they made were like low budget. Short-sighted and you know common sense tells you there are certain things where you can cut corners on, and there's other things in life which you just don't cut corners on and so I think uh, however you analyze what happened, they are obviously responsible to a large degree for using you know consumer grade electronics, consumer grade wiring and hoses and everything else instead of using. Accountable, thoroughly tested under all kinds of adverse experiences like military-grade, professional-grade type of equipment uh, to construct their submarine. So that was a big problem in and of itself. So, again, in the final analysis, they built the, the submarine. It was almost like a toy submarine. It was like a plastic submarine. Because the, the two primary elements that they used in building this submarine were, again, the metal, which was steel. And, and 100% steel of a particular grade would have been fine. But they used steel, and then they used carbon fiber. And carbon fi- fiber is like a plastic. So, so they used steel and like a plastic carbon fi- fiber, which is essentially means they, they used a shortcut and they began to sail, or not sail, they began to descend to the bottom of the ocean in a plastic submarine using the equivalent of a a video gamer's joystick. And, you know, the tragedy then happens. You are now listening to the Paul McGuire Report. This is Paul McGuire. The word conspiracy theory, of course, is very interesting. And uh, the question, though, that needs to be asked regarding any conspiracy theory You can't just stop by defining something by saying it's a conspiracy theory. What you have to do is ask yourself the question is the conspiracy theory true or does it contain truth? Now, I think there's some interesting things um, associated with what happened with the Titan implosion. And by the way, a long, long time uh, when the public in America and the public around the world were waiting with bated breath as to whether or not uh, the people on the Titan submarine had died. Um, Our Navy, our military, and some of the other world's uh, navies and militaries, they have very, very sophisticated equipment. And they knew, uh, literally, in real time, they knew when the Titan submarine Imploded because they could measure the, the shock waves and the sound that um, emitted. So they were tracking it. It was they knew uh, precisely what happened to the Titan submarine. The public wasn't allowed to know for I guess many 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 hours afterwards, but secretly, uh, our military using very advanced technology was able to measure in real time and detect in real time the implosion of the Titan submarine and where it occurred. So I don't know why they would delay uh, releasing that to the public. I have no idea. I can only speculate. Okay. Here are some interesting things that are being picked up by, like, the Wall Street Journal, Newsweek, and many other, let's just call them mainstream media uh, outlets, okay? So Newsweek did an article called Titanic Conspiracy Theory Takes Off After Sub-Tragedy Hit Job by Ryan Smith. And that's from Newsweek and Wall Street Journal and many other mainstream media publications
1: did stories on this. So,
0: according to these articles, and and many of the stuff is true, the question is, after you analyze it, what is the... the, uh, what do you come up with? So
1: um, the the Titanic, the giant luxury vessel, uh, sank in 1912. And some people
0: say that the Titanic did not, uh, you know, crash into an iceberg through merely the carelessness or the stubbornness of the captain who insisted upon, you know, moving across the water in the dark at night, full speed ahead, until he ran the giant Titanic, uh, ocean vessel into an iceberg and it began to sink. Uh, what people allege
1: is that, um, it was a hit job.
0: Um, and, uh, The targets of the hit job—and this is where it becomes um, interesting—were a number of very well-known and what can only be described as a number of super-rich, globalist elite, super-wealthy individuals were on the Titanic um, and died
1: when it hit the iceberg. That's why they think maybe it was a hit job. So. you juxtaposition that
0: with the uh, advanced submersible, uh, the Titan, the small submarine, which was carrying five people, who were going down deep into the ocean at about twelve thousand five hundred feet, uh, took to look and examine close up uh,
1: the wreckage of the original Titanic ship, and. Um, they were there to you know to check it out so um but here's here's what is interesting
0: the the uh passengers who who paid the company that built the submarine that did tours the pass ocean gate the the pass, the passengers i'm going to read you the list of names captain Hamish Harding, shazada daywood
1: Suleiman daywood. Paul Henry, Narjolet, and Stockholm Rush. Now, um, they, they all died, and they were the passengers aboard the Titan, you know, submarine. But you
0: juxtaposition that with the fact that in 1912, all the richest people in the world, or a, 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 signif- a significant number of the richest people in the world, Died in 1912 when the Titanic vessel uh, crashed into icebergs and sank to the bottom of the ocean. Now, here are some of the super elite, super wealthy uh, individuals on board the original Titanic.
1: Mr. Astor. Um, and
0: he was uh, John Jacob Astor. Now, Astor, that family was one of the richest families in in the world. Uh there are I believe that uh Anderson Cooper from CNN is is uh a, a, you know a descendant of the Astor family. They owned hotels, they owned all kinds of things and they were super super rich. And they were aboard the uh Titanic.
1: Uh they were so super
0: rich that they basically owned and controlled Europe, and they were in the process of of taking over uh, America.
1: Uh, But John Jacob Astor, super, super billionaire, if not trillionaire, um, he
0: opposed the Federal Reserve System, uh, which was passed, Federal Reserve Act was passed in 1913. And the Federal Reserve Act, which I explain in detail in my book, uh Prophecy of the Future of America and The Day the Dollar Died. I tell the whole story of the Federal Reserve and the whole thing. Um, they oppose the Federal Reserve because the Federal Reserve is simply was simply the establishment of what's called a central bank. The central banks are how the international banking families, the globalist elite, took over. <clears throat> all the uh, independent nation states of Europe, uh, uh, families like the Rothschilds, uh, would create central banks, which simply meant they they created these special banks, which allowed them to control the printing of money, control the monetary system itself, uh, and c- to control the economy of all these nations through their through their central banks. The central bank was simply a pawn of the the globalist elite now americans back in the early 1900s hated the idea of central banks because the american people knew what central banks meant central banks meant that the the globalist elite would take over the nation via taking over the economy and taking over the monetary system and so the average american was was very opposed to that so these billionaires knew that the Americans were opposed to that, and I explained it all at the day the dollar died. So they, they simply changed the name or the brand of, of the central bank, and they called it the Federal Reserve System or Federal Reserve Banks, which were nothing more than central banks with a new name, rebranded. And when they took over all of our banking system, all of our monetary system, they took all illegal by the way they took over the printing of money they took over the power to to uh, create uh, uh recessions depressions inflation um they and they primarily make money by printing money from nothing which some of you don't understand yet and money from printing money from nothing it comes from ancient babylon okay printing money from nothing and then loaning it to you and me and loaning it to governments like the US government gives them absolute power over us because we become debt slaves and the nation becomes debt slaves to the super elite globalist elite. And printing money from nothing simply means that you're printing dollars like crazy and then you're loaning it to governments and loaning it to people like you and me. And we're paying interest rates on it. They're making a fortune. But remember, the secret, their secret, their dirty little occultic, satanic secret, because that's ultimately where they get their game plan from. And a lot of people, especially Christians, they have a real problem in growing their brains big enough to comprehend the real truth. So they think inside the little box of programming that they've been given, and they can't see the obvious, eyes wide shut, eyes wide shut versus eyes wide open. So, this is, you see, if you, had any, if you had knowledge, you would have power. If you had power, you would be a slave. It's really a simple equation. But you have to understand that the, fun, the foundation of our economic and monetary system in the United States and in Europe and across the world is based on occultic alchemical magic or the magic of, of sorcery. This isn't some crazy, far fetched theory on my part or somebody else's part. This is a fact. But the reason so many people that you know have difficulty with processing a known fact is because it conflicts with their brainwashing and their programming. And being programmed, by the way, all programming, all scientific mind control, all alchemical magic, it all comes from originally sorcery and clairvoyance and magic, etc. I know that's a big red pill to swallow, but one of these days you've got to wake up and smell the coffee. And if you won't pursue knowledge to understand it, then you're a fool. And I'm not going to apologize for that. Be educated. And my book, uh, um, The Day the Dollar Guide, is a fast moving, easy to read, simple to understand explanation about how it works. So there were powerful billionaires on the Titanic who opposed this central bank or Federal Reserve system that the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds uh, wanted to bring into America. So according to these conspiracy theories, but, but they're only theories unless you can prove their facts, <clears throat> uh, these men were gotten rid of because they all died on the Titanic, which some are saying was a hit job. It was deliberately sunken to, to, to make a cover for a murder. Now, another interesting fact is that J.P. Morgan, super billionaire, trillionaire, J.P. Morgan um, was supposed to be among the the bankers. They were all going to meet together on the Titanic. But at the last minute, and that's why all the bankers felt safe uh, to go aboard the Titanic. They weren't worried because J.P. Morgan was going to be on it. But J.P. Morgan canceled his reservation right before the Titanic was supposed to take off, and strangely, J.P. Morgan escapes death, as did a number of other bankers escape death, because they canceled their reservation to be on the Titanic. Now, what that means is that the men with the money and the power and the knowledge, who had the power to uh, to block or to fight the
1: Federal Reserve System they were they were killed
0: all right and and so with them with the with the super elite wealthy that opposed the federal reserve system dying on the Titanic, the opposition was removed so uh the next year in nineteen thirteen a year after the Titanic sank, the Federal Reserve bank was started in uh, America um because there was nobody with any power or money uh, to oppose it. And the Democratic Party sold us out, and the Republican Party sold us out. Both parties sold the American people out, because the international bankers like J.P. Morgan and others, they sponsored, essentially, the Federal Reserve Act under two different names. So it, it made it seem like there was a choice. But in reality, the two different names... That were used to promote the Federal Reserve Act uh, led to the same destination point: economic slavery for the nation of America and the people of America. But we're going to take a deep dive even further than that, no pun intended, because all of this stuff, if you want to look at it from a conspiratorial level or however you want to look at it, it it goes far further than a murder and a cover-up and a clandestine. Uh, takeover of uh, the—and illegal takeover of the United States of America by taking over the monetary system. It goes into ancient occultic Canaanite rituals of human sacrifice and child sacrifice. Yeah, I know that's a big red pill to swallow it, but, you know, if you want to see the truth, then you're going to have to know the truth. And that means, you know, leave Disneyland, the Disneyland of the mind, or leave Lego, uh, Legoland, the Legoland of the mind, and wake up and smell the coffee. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. on Paul McGuire. By the way, go now to paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. We have our books like The Day the Dollar Died, A Prophecy of the Future of America, Power from on High, The Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind in the History of the World, Conquering the Matrix, and other books at a whopping 37% discount including the fact that we pay for the postage, and get your copies now and and, and open yourself up to a download of truth and knowledge, which, which will produce power in your life. And it will produce power. And by the way, I've been preaching and teaching and communicating these things, because they're true, for over 40 years. I'm the author of 46 books, and I've been at this a long time. I'm not a Johnny come lately. I just didn't become, you know, aware and awake in the last couple of years. I've been awake for longer than many of you have lived. And it's a good thing, but you know, when you're on the cutting edge, when you're on the front lines, you take the heat. And that's why I need you to seriously. I'm not I'm not joking about this. Any one of you or anyone you know who is speaking the truth consistently, and is being effective in speaking the truth, which I am and which this ministry is, you become the target of a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that I don't talk to you about. But I need you to be my intercessory prayer partner. I'm not doing this for my benefit. I could go hide somewhere. I'm doing this for you, your family, your loved ones, and most of all, I'm doing it because the Lord Jesus Christ commanded me to do this, because this is part of a of being fishers of men, of of saving souls, of making disciples, in in the true sense of the word. God is not happy, by the way, that America, that the pilgrims, that he entrusted the Bible-believing pilgrims and Puritans with to, to use America as a platform to reach the world for the gospel of Jesus Christ. God is not happy with The fact that occultists, Satanists, Luciferians stole our monetary system, which gave them the power to steal our freedoms, including religious freedom. God's not happy with that. And God is especially not happy with the occultic human and child sacrifices, the blood of sacrificed babies and children on altars, on Canaanite altars in America yeah, you heard it. Don't deny it. Don't go into the ozone and pretend you didn't hear it because you want to seek safety and say, well, I didn't know. Well, now you know. And now that you know, you're accountable. Now that you know, you're accountable. You can't say you didn't know. I just told you. And I can back it up with facts. So don't say, don't, don't, don't stand before the Lord at the judgment seat of Christ and say, well, I didn't know, Lord. Yeah, you did know. There's a lot of people who know and did nothing. And they got lame little excuses like, well, I was only doing my job. That's what the Nazis said, who had blood on their hands for slaughtering Jews and Christians, slaughtering over 35 million people in the Holocaust. And the, the excuse of the Nazis was, I was only doing my job, or I didn't know, or or I was just following orders. That's not going to cut it. Did you hear me? That's not going to cut it. You repenting, getting right with God, and then being on God's side in practical, intelligent, biblical ways, that's what repentance is. Anybody can say, I'm sorry, but you've got to back up your apology to God with action. And if there's no action to back up your apology, then I would be shaking in my boots. You say, well, I'm saved by grace. Well, so am I. So is everybody who asked Christ into their life. We're all saved by grace. But if you read your Bible, it says that believers, those, that's those of us that have been saved by grace, who are born again, believers in Jesus Christ, all of us, according to the Bible, will stand before the judgment seat of Christ and give an account of everything we did or didn't do down here on earth. And, and this, I know this, this upsets evangelicals because they want to stay in Disneyland of the mind, but this is what God says in his word regarding the judgment seat of Christ. At the judgment seat of Christ, God is going to reward those people who obeyed him and did what he told them to do. So many rewards, like the soul winner's crown, are going to be given out by Jesus to, his, to Christians at the judgment seat of Christ. But then to all the Christians who didn't do what God commanded them to do, who didn't obey the Lord, who didn't go into action when God told them to go into action, who didn't give when God told them to give who didn't help spread revival when God said spread revival, who didn't bother to save souls, either directly or indirectly, by partnering with a a legitimate soul-saving ministry. You are going to be rewarded, or you are going to receive God's chastisement at the judgment seat of Christ. And, and, And in case you think that that's just going to be a little, you know, pat on the hand, you need to read your Bible and ask God to open it up to you. The Bible says that at the judgment seat of Christ, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth by believers in Jesus Christ. That means those people who are born again are going to be weeping and there will be gnashing of teeth as God holds them accountable for what they did or didn't do while they were alive on the earth. And it will be so intense. You see, Christians, you know, they, they bought into the apostasy of the Disneyland theology. At the judgment seat of Christ, God's going to give and he's going to hold you accountable and me accountable. And me, by the way, more so than you, because I'm a teacher. And teachers, Bible teachers, are judged according to a, a, a higher standard. So I'm not saying this glibly, I say this with a sense of. Holy fear. Yeah, I fear God, not because I'm psychologically imbalanced. I fear God because I recognize that He's the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the supreme being of the universe. So there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth as God's blazing, righteous, holy light examines our hearts and our actions and what we did on earth. And yet, because of the grace of God, the power of God, the light of God, the truth of God, will we'll come upon believers in Christ, but to the degree that they disobeyed his commandments, to the degree that they rebelled from him, to the degree that they that they lied and, and cheated and attacked legitimate ministers and legitimate Christians, to the degree that they did not save souls, to the degree that they did not give, to the degree that they refused to pray, it, it, it will not only be weeping and gnashing of teeth at the judgment of the seed of Christ, you will you, you it, the way jesus describes it is like you at the judgment seat of christ will be like a house that is burning down and on fire the house represents your life it's burning down and it's on fire and yet because of god's grace you you will escape as a man or a woman escapes from a house that is ready to collapse burning on fire with the heat and the flames and the and the choking for air. And I don't want it to, to be like, you know, sound like malicious, but God is a holy and righteous God. So at the judgment seat of Christ, you don't want to be in the place of being burned literally by the holiness and the power and the judgment of God because you were, you chose to resist him and be a
1: wall. You don't, you, you can repent,
0: but if, if the wise person repents now, because you don't want to you don't want to go through that. I don't want to go through that. And not fake repentance. I mean get get on with God and do what he told you to do.
1: That's how revival breaks out.
0: You know, so many Christian ministers and evangelical Bible believing Christians I don't claim to be perfect. I am a sinner saved by grace like most of you are. But I'll tell you, I fear the Lord. And I don't want to be weeping and gnashing my teeth and being like somebody escaping from their house, which is on flames and ready to collapse on me, screaming in anguish. You need to read what the Bible says, okay? By God's grace, you're not going to be standing before the great white throne of judgment. That's where people are are, are sentenced to the lake of fire for all eternity. By God's grace, you're going to be standing at the judgment seat of Christ there'll be grace but you will be held accountable and we look you and I in america we're you know things have been rough lately and it's waking us up but guess what you and I in america we act and I include myself a lot like spoiled brats before god, god there's no favorites in god's kingdom uh, we americans don't get a better deal than anybody else so something to think about i need you to stand me stand with me in intercessory prayer i need you to sign up for and join the e-blast list, the social media pages, That uh, they, uh, they have been rigging against me. Anybody who boldly moves forward is counterattacked, okay? And they, the way they do it, they do a lot of things, but they try to marginalize people, demonize people, silence people, and one big way is by rigging your numbers on social media. And mine have been, I, I didn't talk about it until recently. But lately I've been looking at it and uh, I know, I know that I know that I know that I'm being rigged. And the only way I can beat that is with your help. And I'm asking you, we don't give out your, you know, the, the, we don't have lists that we give out to anybody. Got it? And all I'm asking you to do is join. It's a private e blast list. Join it. I need you to join it. And then I need you to join the various social media, because they are rigging it. I mean, even the so-called good channels like Rumble, I see, I look at it with eyes wide open. I think it's been about two months, or maybe three months,
1: that according to Rumble, we've been at one point, something like 1.9 thousand uh,
0: people who've signed up to Rumble. It might have moved a fraction of a fraction of a percentage point.
1: How could that be? It can't be. It's rigged. It's rigged.
0: And we got kicked off of Google for what crime? I'll tell you why I got kicked off Google. And if you don't support me based on this and the other things, then support somebody else. I'm, I'm doing what I can to stand for the truth. If I wanted it easy, I'd be a big sellout. I'd fake it all. I'd fake the prophecy. I'd fake the Bible prophecy. I'd fake the speaking of the truth. Hey, look, I'm a smart guy. I'm not bragging. I'm just smart. That's a gift from God. And I could could concoct the biggest lies and con job things, and I would be the darling of social media, the darling of all kinds of groups and people. My numbers would soar. All I have to do is sell out. I'm not going to sell out. You understand that? It's not even negotiable. I'd rather talk to myself in a closet in my house than sell out. I will not sell out. I will not stop speaking the truth in love. Do you understand that? Otherwise, what am I? I'll tell you what I am. If I sell out, I'm a whore. I'm a whore, okay? And, I, and God didn't call me to be a whore. He called me to, to be an imperfect, yes, imperfect, just like you, man of God, who does the best that he can imperfectly, because I'm imperfect, just like you. And then I trust God to to impart his righteousness upon me through the blood of Jesus Christ. But I'm not going to be a whore, because if you're a whore, you're offended by that. I'm sorry. That's what the book of Revelation is all about. It talks about the great harlot, which means the great whore, Mystery Babylon. See, and exposes to you in the book of Revelation, the powerful secret occultic dynamic of how Mystery Babylon and Satan will reward you, promote you, give you money. Give you favor if you will serve Satan. If you will, resur- if you, if you'll serve, which, and it says the Bible says, fornicate with the great whore, mystery Babylon. But I don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. So I need you to stand with me, okay? And be prayer warriors. And that's if you, if you know, be prayer warriors. Spread our message far and wide. I'm not doing this for me. Like I said before, I can lay low and hide. I could compromise.
1: So, you know, I could go somewhere and disappear. You'd never find me. But I'm doing this not for me. I'm doing it for you, your family, God's people, okay? Because
0: that's what Jesus would do, not just, you know, fake it. Okay, so thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your gifts, contributions, and donations. And thank you for standing with me. it means everything to me. This is Paul McGuire. Be sure to visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. Okay, let's get back into this thing. So our entire monetary system was taken over by high-level occultists. Okay? High-level occultists. And you say, well, what are you talking about? Okay, so well, I can prove what I'm talking about. First of all, you need to get my books. Several of them. Power from On High. The Greatest Battle. Uh, the day the dollar died, and others, because they tell the entire picture. The Christian church was sleeping, largely, I'm not trying to be mean, but you know, I'm speaking the truth, and I'm not going to back down because somebody doesn't like it. The Christian church was sleeping, which is its favorite occupation even today, and that's why the Federal Reserve System got passed. Now, if you go to Jekyll Island, which is this uh, Beautiful, and it became a resort island of the super wealthy. And so, what happened? And I explain it all in detail in my books. Too. It takes pages and pages to really grasp. This thing is like massive in terms
1: of its scope. So, so Jek- Jekyll Island uh,
0: was formerly a place where a select group of Indian tribes lived. And Jekyll Island was a place where this weird Indian tribe lived. And one of the physical characteristics of the Indians of this Indian tribe were, was that they were between eight to nine feet tall. So if you have eight to nine feet tall Indians on this Jekyll Island uh, that, by the way, were engaged in child sacrifice and human sacrifice, um, one has to ask the question, were were these, was this Indian tribe, did they have the DNA of like the Nephilim or the Rephium? Because one of the primary characteristics genetically of the Nephilim and the Rephium were, uh, was the fact that um, they were giants. They were physical giants. And some of them were enormously tall. And another thing is, is that the Rephium and Nephilim Eventually settled in the land of Canaan. Thus, the Canaanite tribes—the Jebusites, the Hittites, the Gergesites, etc., etc.—and they were practicers of um, occult, satanic, Luciferian worship. So they burned their babies alive on the altars of Baal worship. So they 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 used
1: the ancient Canaanites. They, they burned babies. They they
0: conducted child sacrifice. Now, so you see this Indian tribe on Jekyll Island, and the the altar that they built for their child sacrifice. Their physical enormous height. Their many of the other things that they did suggest that these these this wasn't just some ordinary. Indian tribe. It appears to have been a group of people that may have been mixed, you know, genetically with uh, Indians, but they had characteristics and culture and occult practices and occult altars that that were very similar to those found in the Middle East where the Canaanites were and where the original Nephilim and Rephium
1: were. So the Bible talks about giants,
0: uh, that, that roamed the earth in the past, as as well as the mythologies from many other nations and cultures. And uh, in fact, the Greek poet Homer in 400 B.C. said, quote, "On the earth there were once giants," and uh, that used to be part of the lore or, or the the oral tradition of the American Indian tribes. They used to talk about the existence of giants. And so giants were something that, uh, well, they existed in America, and they were on Jekyll Island. Now, where this gets really, really eerie, and what I want you to take a look at is this. First of all, Jekyll Island is located on the coast of the uh, state of Georgia. In America. And Jekyll Island, historically, beginning in around 1910, uh, with some of America's most influential and super wealthy globalist elite bankers, they all gathered together for a secret meeting on Jekyll Island to develop a secret master plan for America's new monetary policy. Which would be the establishment of a central banking system and the creation of the Federal Reserve Act, which simply means uh, that these super wealthy elite met on Jekyll Island in in the true sense of a conspiracy to implement the same monetary policy that enabled Rothschild and the other super wealthy families to rule. Uh, Europe they wanted to do the same thing in America and the central banking system is really a Rothschild globalist elite banking system created for the benefit and enrichment of the world's wealthiest people and it it, it was called a new name the Federal Reserve Act so they met in 1910 and by the way I've seen pictures of their they deliberately chose to have uh, let's say upper upper middle class but still wealthy uh, homes they built for themselves on Jekyll Island. Now, those were affluent homes, but they deliberately chose to be somewhat modest in their architectural uh, uh, constructions because they didn't want to attract attention from outsiders uh, about the fact that they were there and what they were up to. Whereas normally, this elite group of people lived in palatial mansions that, you know, were the size of the homes of the the, the kings and queens of England. You know, they were spectacular mansions. Here they kind of located. And they built their homes, uh, and they built this whole area around Jekyll Island, on top of a giant burial ground of this particular Indian tribe. So they deliberately, because they were following a cultic, satanic, Luciferian principles. These super billionaires deliberately built their homes and and their meeting houses on top of this ancient Indian burial ground where child sacrifices uh, were regularly conducted and the blood of young innocent babies were spilled in a in a Canaanite worship to Satan. Now, if that doesn't reveal to you volumes about the true nature of the the beliefs of the globalist elite and the super rich and wealthy. I don't know what will. They they understood, because see, secretly that publicly they pretend to be humanists or Christians or or good people, but privately and secretly many of these people are hardcore Luciferians and Satanists who participate in human sacrifice. Never forget that. So It's out of this. They are tapping into, to be blunt, because you look at Rockefeller's house on Jekyll Island, and his house is on the very center of the Indian burial ground. And when you when you look in the inside of his house, the Indian grounds they make. Of course, they don't talk about human sacrifice and child sacrifice, but they, they, they 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 turned all these houses of all these billionaires on Jekyll Island. Most of them have become preserved as historical monuments, so you can visit them. Now, they don't tell you the real story, but they do tell you that, that all these houses are built on an ancient burial ground of Indians. They just don't tell you why. So they met in, in, uh, they met in the year—they started building their houses and, and holding secret meetings in 1910. And then one of the key players in this Jekyll Island thing was the American super, super wealthy globalist banker, J.P. Morgan. Now, let's, let's, let's zero in on the name of J.P. Morgan. You're all familiar with J.P. Morgan Bank, J.P. Morgan Financial Stuff. But J.P. Morgan also funded and built the Titanic. And J.P. Morgan was booked on its first maiden voyage in 1912, but J.P. Morgan canceled, uh, his going
1: on the Titanic at the last minute. And, but the other, uh, um, very
0: wealthy and influential opponents that were against the creation of the Federal Reserve Act, um, they, they stayed on the Titanic, and they died on the Titanic. They were drowned to death. So, um, in nine, in, so, so the Titanic has its first voyage in 1912, which kills off a number of very wealthy billionaires who were opposed to the Federal Reserve System. And then, conveniently, a year later in 1913, the Federal Reserve Act was passed by Congress and that was an act of betrayal to the American people because what happened in the Federal Reserve Act, and I explain it in far more detail than I'm giving you now in my book, *The Greatest Battle*, in the book *Power from on High*, in uh, *Conquering the Matrix*, in uh, *A Prophecy of the Future of America*, Volume One and Two, and *The Day the Dollar Died*. I explain the whole big picture. So what happened was.
1: Uh, The, the
0: Rothschild family, and this is one of the wealthiest families in the world. Uh, they were descendants of Mayor Amschel Rothschild in the Free City of Frankfurt, Germany. Now, Frankfurt, Germany is secretly the head of many occult uh, uh, secret societies, many occultic financed groups like the Frankfurt School Marxists who created. The German schools of theological higher criticism, which has been recently uh, uh, rebranded to include critical race theory. It all flows from the Frankfurt School Marxist professors. And this, of course, was located in Frankfurt, Germany. And the Rothschild family was headquartered in Frankfurt, Germany. And the Illuminati. Uh, was established, the the world's largest, most powerful occult secret society, the Illuminati, was established in Frankfurt, Germany. And then you have the Balfour Declaration uh, involving the land of Israel, uh, which was dated November second, 1917, from the United Kingdom's foreign secretary, Arthur James Balfour, to Walter Rothschild, second, Baron Rothschild, and you have this whole nexus. So this is the the beginning of the understanding of a great one-world government, a Luciferian conspiracy of unprecedented proportions. And Jekyll Island is key, because Jekyll Island is where all these billionaires met, and they built houses there. But the critical thing to understand, this is, this is the, hitting the bullseye. If you miss this, you miss the whole thing. The secret behind Jekyll Island is the satanic and occultic and Luciferian power that these billionaires wanted to feed off of and tap into. Remember, when you go back in time, now I explain this in detail in my books, like Conquering the Matrix and the other books. So You've got to get them. Get the whole discount package. I
1: explain it in my books. I explain it in power from on high and the other books different different secrets, different uh, different landscapes of information.
0: So remember, you go back in time and those people in the Illuminati, the term that they use are bloodline families or Illuminati bloodline families. These people claim to be genetically connected to the fallen angels. They claim to be the descendants of the hybrid uh, mating of human females with human female DNA, having sexual relationships with fallen angels, with their fallen angel DNA, which produces a hybrid mixed race where you're combining human DNA with fallen angel DNA. Okay, that's a perversity to God. and But it's something that the occultists and the Satanists and the DNA line of the Satanists, they brag about. They they call this Illuminati bloodline families. So the idea in these secret societies is to pass pass on the wealth, pass on the knowledge of the rituals, pass on the the secrets of occultic, satanic magic uh, occultic supernatural powers, occultic slash science slash technological powers, and they believe they're like a chosen people, chosen by Lucifer to rule and reign planet Earth, which was originally. Now this is this is where you got to nail it. If you don't nail this, you're literally missing the greatest secrets of power and wealth and peace of mind and salvation. Uh, That God has for His people. If you miss a revelation of this knowledge that I'm desperately trying to impart on upon you and God's people, because this is the only way we can recapture America. If we do not recapture the power of God, we will not recapture America. We will fall. We will be engulfed by some kind of Nazi-esque, totalitarian, occult, satanic regime.
1: Now, please listen to what I'm saying.
0: And get the books and learn it and then pass on the knowledge to your children and your grandchildren or however it is until the Lord tarries. But this is is it. These Illuminati bloodline families, they pass on the secret occult rituals, the secrets to supernatural power, the secrets of wealth, the secrets of alchemical magic. This is why you have the Pharaoh God King system in Egypt, this is why you have Babylon. Uh, being built along with the technology of the Tower of Babel. This is why you have the kings and queens of Europe, All, not all, but a majority of them are secretly involved in occult secret societies and sacrifice and all kinds of weird stuff, because they they, they view themselves as God kings or God queens. Remember, remember that if you read your Bible and, and believe your Bible, God originally gave his children... Adam and Eve, you and I are the descendants genetically of Adam and Eve. God originally gave his children, Adam and Eve, the authority, the supernatural authority, the spiritual power to rule and reign over planet Earth, to rule and reign over the garden of Eden. God created us to originally be the kings and queens of planet Earth. Not the Illuminati, not not the Rothschilds, not the Rockefellers. God gave this to his children, and so God's children were blessed beyond their wildest imagination in the Garden of Eden, except if they, they were warned. basically God said, "Go for it, you know go for it because they were immortal beings, Adam and Eve God said, "Go for it they lacked they didn't lack anything. God said, Go for it. but what happened is God gave them one commandment he said, "Don't eat from the fruit of the tree' in the middle of the garden, because in the day that you do, you will surely die. So then Lucifer comes in, because he's leading a revolution against God. Lucifer comes in and lies and persuades Eve, then Adam, that that they should eat from the tree of the garden of Eden. and lies to them and tells them, well, the reason God doesn't want you to eat from the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden is because he knows that you'll be like God. He's jealous, essentially. So he lies to Adam and Eve with the same old lie. You'll be like God's. you'll get this secret knowledge. God's holding out on you. Adam and Eve disobey God, and then they eat from the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden, and then bam, that activates the death force. It activates the law of sin and death, and then bam, Adam and Eve lose their power, they're ruling and reigning, but their authority is the kings and queens of planet Earth. Adam and Eve become mortal, they start dying, the death force enters them, and then poverty, and curse after curse, and that is called the fall of man.
1: And you and I are fallen creatures. Now,
0: I go more into this in the books. To sum this up in like a sentence, God loves man so much, his creation, that he fights to get them back. And so he sends his only begotten Jesus, the Son, Jesus Christ to die for the sins of all people. And if we will put our faith in what Christ has done on the cross, then we will be forgiven of all of our sins. And then we can be born again, brand new creatures in Christ. We will receive, we, we, we get back, God gives us back our, our authority to rule and reign, to function as kings and queens of, of earth and the new earth. God gives us the authority back, the power back. He gives us eternal life back. He gives us brand new glorified bodies back, and we become joint heirs with Jesus, the King of kings and Lord of lords for all eternity. But in the meantime, there is this serpentine earthly race, those people that have sold their souls to the serpent god, Lucifer, those people that worship Lucifer, and they think in their delusion that they're going to wipe us out and steal God's kingdom from him, which is impossible. So we are simply supposed to be occupying until God comes, Jesus, and then the new heaven, the new earth, and the new Jerusalem will be established, and this this serpent religion will be crushed. But make no mistake about it, this serpent religion, the satanic religion, is alive and well right now and thriving on planet Earth. And I'm just exposing to you right now with the Titanic, one little part of it.
1: So this evil,
0: it it's opened up. When, when you know, there's so many things that open this this saga up, and and this happens to be one segment of the saga. What happened at Jekyll Island? Jekyll Island was the, the spiritual demonic takeover of America by a handful of Luciferian billionaires who who deceived. The masses, because they were asleep spiritually, and they they fed off the power of ancient indian canaanite uh child sacrifice centers, the ancient Indian burial grounds on Jekyll Island, built their homes not not their permanent homes, but built their like temporary country homes there, and met in secret, feeding off the occult power of the 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 sacrifices beneath their feet. See, they're all about numbers and sacrifice and geography and stuff. That's how they work. That's how they work. Okay, now let's look at this. For a certain period of time, uh, we can expect a proliferation of conspiracy theories uh, regarding the Titan. But what what this has caused the media to do is to revisit uh, the Titanic, to revisit... The fact that a number of very, very wealthy men, some of the wealthiest men in the world, were on the original Titanic, and that there was a battle for power. And when these men were were removed via the death, uh, via the the destruction of the Titanic, uh, this allowed J.P. Morgan and other super billionaires to uh, gain control of the monetary system of the United States of America. Now, that's the real story. That's the most important thing. And so what happened with the Titan, uh, we do know that our military and naval intelligence knew what happened to the Titan way, way before the public did. Um, but what is But what is really interesting is when you revisit the story of the original Titanic, it is far, far more than a... Uh, you know, love story uh, portrayed in the movie Titanic directed by James Cameron. It's far more than that. The captain, uh, why did the captain of the Titanic move full speed ahead in the dark, knowing that there were uh, icebergs, massive icebergs in front of him? And when uh, he crashed into the iceberg, uh, it wasn't as random, the, the, the death toll, and the destruction was not as random as it seemed. Uh, the captain uh, emerged from the Titanic unharmed, and other key people emerged from the Titanic unharmed. And then there is the, the uh, fact that J.P. Morgan owned the company that built the Titanic, and that there was a se- second ship built, the Olympia, that uh, was almost an exact replica of the Titanic. Now, as the conspiracy theories swirl around, and you hear a lot of people making fun of people, and and there will be a lot of stupid speculation and uh, uh, absurd uh, conjectures. But the Titan, the real story here, however the Titan went down, the real story is the Titanic and the fact that the Titanic was not just uh, a boat, a gigantic luxury vessel. Crashing into an iceberg randomly. Because the people who died, this is the real story, this is the takeaway. The people that died on the original Titanic, a conspicuous number of them were the wealthiest men in the world. And that these men opposed J.P. Morgan and ultimately Rothschild and many others' plan or plot, Rockefeller, the plan and plot to uh, uh, take over our monetary system. And the takeover of our monetary system occurred in 1913 with the passage of the Federal Reserve Act. The Titanic went down in 1912, killing off these super billionaires that opposed the Federal Reserve Act. And to this day, the overwhelming majority of Americans know absolutely nothing about their money system. Uh, All the so-called financial experts or whatever, if they know anything about it, they never come forward publicly and say it. And so the greatest takeover in human history of wealth occurred when these group of international banking families, somewhere between 12 and 13 very, very powerful international banking families, became the board members that controlled the Federal Reserve. And so the control of America and its financial system, which legally the control of America and its financial system belongs to, according to the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, it belongs to we the people. And the the governmental uh, officials are supposed to be abiding by the Constitution and serving the wishes of we the people. When the Federal Reserve Act was passed, it took the control of our money supply, which also means it took control of our political system and put it in the hands of a select number of super billionaires. And it's this globalist elite that controls our money system, controls our banking, controls interest rates, controls recessions, depressions, inflation, and this is all connected as we go fast forward from uh, 1913 to today. It goes directly into the plans of the global reset. So when you cross the finish line here, what is the agenda that's being promoted? Because right now we are, navigating through a, a, a very, very dangerous American financial crisis and global financial crisis, a major conflict between the BRIC nations that are using different currencies with uh, America, Britain, and all the nations that are part of the Federal Reserve billionaire system, uh, the, the globalist elites. And it is these same globalist elites and their wealth that are currently pushing forward the Great Reset. And the Great Reset is nothing more than another scheme, another plot to take over the control of the masses of people, to enslave them by taking over total control of the monetary system. But what you want to keep your eye on above everything else. It's that this globalist elite, especially the globalist elite, uh, the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and the ones who control the Federal Reserve, this globalist elite, their end game is the creation and implementation of a brand new global electronic or digital currency digital currency that's the game plan, so they intend to exploit. The financial chaos, which does exist, which they caused, by the way, they caused, they created, their whole game plan, remember, is based on occultic principles, order out of chaos, or new world order out of chaos, or crisis, or manufactured crisis. Their entire game plan, their strategies, all flow directly out of principles of Satanism and the occult. That's a fact. That's not some wild-eyed conspiracy theory. And so, when you begin to look through the grid or the lens of the Bible, in other words, you begin to analyze your reality through a biblical worldview, and you incorporate into your biblical worldview biblical facts such as the Bible telling us, God telling us through His Word, that in the last days, and we're in the last days, there will come a beast system. There will be an Antichrist or a false Christ who will attempt to rule planet Earth. And he will work in conjunction with the false prophet. So the Antichrist, according to the Bible, will be the head of a one world global government. The false prophet, who gets everybody to follow the Antichrist by performing signs and wonders, possibly an Operation Blue Beam or something. The false prophet props up the Antichrist and the false prophet is the head of a one world economic system and a one-world religion. The one-world religion and the one-world economic system, according to the Bible, are integrated. Now, what brings all of this home is the fact that the false prophet working in conjunction with the Antichrist, they will put before the people a mandatory request that all buying and selling, all of your financial transactions, be done electronically, on a wireless basis, and digitally. That's what the Mark of the Beast 666 is all about. But in order for you to receive the Mark of the Beast 666, which will be some kind of technology, uh, either a microchip implant, a biochip implant, a DNA chip implant, or a nanochip implant, all wireless, one or more of those technologies will be used To function as the mark of the beast, 666. And you cannot buy or sell unless you receive the mark of the beast. Now, in order to receive the mark of the beast, you must participate in some kind of official and legal ceremony where you publicly renounce Jesus Christ as your Lord. You have to renounce Jesus Christ as your Lord in order to receive the mark of the beast, 666. And not only that, you must then. publicly announce that you pledge to worship the Antichrist as God, so you must reject Jesus Christ as Lord and publicly profess that you will worship the Antichrist as God. That gives you the legal ability to receive the nanochip implant, and then, and only then, will you be able to participate in this world system, uh, or hive mind, or world brain, Only then will you be able to participate in this global economic system. But again, the global economic system, it's all about control of you, total control, total power, total electronic surveillance. And the only way you will be able to buy or sell and participate in this new global system, which, by the way, will function as a cover for uh, confiscating the value of your money as they switch over systems. In order for you to receive this chip implant and participate in the global economic system, you're going to have to renounce Jesus Christ as Lord and profess to worship the Antichrist as God. And you say, well, how can that be? Look at history. Look at the Bible. Look at Bible prophecy. Look at the book of Revelation. Look at the the tenets and the platforms of, of the Great Reset. And then look at the lives and the actual biographical histories of the super billionaires That took over America and most of the world with a global economic system based on the global promotion of a central bank known as the Federal Reserve System, passed during the Federal Reserve Act in 1913. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. And then you read what happened on Jekyll Island and how they built their temporary homes and their meeting places. These super billionaires all built residences on Jekyll Island, right on top of an Indian Canaanite burial ground where child sacrifice was practiced. And the Indians that practiced this form of child sacrifice, they were eight to nine feet tall. I mean, what is that all about, especially in light of the Illuminati bloodline uh, families? And so Rockefeller, of all places, he builds his temporary house precisely on the the center of this Indian burial ground, which was the center of a Canaanite uh, worship ceremony, whose central feature was child sacrifice. You've got to understand that the people at the top of the occult pyramid in America and around the world, they got their power by serving Lucifer, by being Satanists. So this is, this is what is the real story. The real story isn't the titan, some dumb small submarine, and why it imploded. That's a diversion. That's a diversion from the current global economic crisis in which the solution may be flipping over to a global wireless nanochip implant currency. Because they have said, the elite and those that work for the, the elite have said over and over again, this is their game plan. I write about it in detail. In my books, like A Prophecy of the Future of America, Volume 1 and 2, and the other books. You need to get them at paulmaguire.us. Stand with me as we proclaim the truth and visit paulmaguire.us. That's paulmaguire.us.